0: Hey folks, this is Clayton Collins, CEO at HW Media, your host for the Housing News Podcast and your host for this special Modern Mortgage Masterclass presented by Zillow Home Loans. Today, we are in class 401. We'll call this episode four of the four-part series. And I'm so excited to bring you this incredible knowledge about what today's homebuyers expect from their partners, their loan originators, and agents. We have an awesome guest who has a unique perspective on the topic. But before we jump into the episode, I want to give you a quick recap on what we've learned and what we've talked about over the last four weeks. In episode one, we focused on the affordability crunch, where we talked about navigating volatile mortgage rates in a changing housing market. We moved forward to episode two, where we talked about home shopping trends and how first-time and repeat buyers are approaching the market in this really unique environment that we're in in the second quarter of 2023, or gosh, all of of 2023 to date. Then we move forward to episode three and we focus on the lender and agent partnership, how agents and lenders partner to win for their clients. We had two great guests for this episode, Raquel Russell and Jason Mitchell. We learned a lot in this conversation. And now in episode four, we're going to talk about what home buyers want from their lender and how consumer expectations are changing or not in the mortgage process. Today's guest and uh, your expert for this part four of the Modern Mortgage Masterclass is Tim Swank, Vice President of Mortgage Sales and Real Estate Partnerships at Zillow. Tim recently joined Zillow after 15 years in the mortgage industry at one of the nation's largest independent mortgage banks or he's focused on sales and partnerships. And he joined Zillow with accountability for helping his team and organization build really strong relationships with agents and Zillow's premier agent partners. If you want Tim's full background, you should check him out on LinkedIn and see his impressive career trajectory. And now, welcome to part four of the Modern Mortgage Masterclass. This masterclass is brought to you by Zillow Home Loans. Zillow Home Loans is Zillow's affiliated mortgage lender and loan originator. They offer competitive rates and fees, low down payment options, and a variety of loan types to meet the customer's unique mortgage needs. Zillow Home Loans is committed to supporting the home buyer alongside their agent to make buying a home a reality. All right, folks, we are back for episode four in our four-part series focused on the Mortgage Masterclass. And this conversation with Tim Swank, Vice President of Mortgage Sales and Real Estate Partnerships at Zillow, is going to focus in on what homebuyers want from their lender and consumer expectations in the mortgage process. And Tim's role focusing on partnerships is, is really ties in well with our episode three in this series, which focused in on the agent and lender relationship. So Tim, I want to kick off with a little recap from last episode, but first, welcome. We're thrilled to have you today.
1: Yeah, thank you. I'm really happy to be here, Clayton.
0: So Tim, in the, in the last episode, it was actually hosted by Tracy Velt, our, one of our managing editors here at HW. She had Raquel Russell and Jason Mitchell on the podcast, and they talked a lot about that partnership between the lender and the agent. And one of the things that really stuck out to me is how the lender and agent relationship evolves over time, and that that relationship is not going to pop up overnight. And agents don't just suddenly decide they have a different preferred lender that they're going to send all or a majority, even part of their business to. Um, Coming from the mortgage industry and in your role as a VP of mortgage sales and real estate partnerships at Zillow, how does that resonate with you, that agent and realtor partnership or agent and lender partnership?
1: yeah it's honestly the thing I probably think about the most to be honest with you I you know um, in my role I, I'm constantly thinking of ways to make the real estate agent and then the lender kind of work together in harmony but you hit the nail right mm-hmm. on the head you know oftentimes the the person you're working with is someone that you're working with for the very first time and there's I think a natural anxiety with that uh, but I think everyone has the same goal right this the goal is the agent wants to find someone that they can trust someone that's actually going to get the deal done and, and actually communicate. Uh, if it's a good loan officer, the loan officer is looking for a real estate agent that they can work with more than one time. And I think sometimes if we forget anything, that's what we forget. You know, oftentimes it's like, Hey, you know, here's what I expect of you. Here's what you expect of me. Um, but we forget that if everything goes well, you might have a partner on the other end of the transaction. And that's what I always try to talk to our LOs about is say, say, Hey, listen, this isn't one transaction with one buyer. On one property, this is an opportunity to build a real relationship, and uh, you know I've been really pleasantly surprised because, as you mentioned, I've been at Zillow for just a couple of months, but I had the opportunity to meet a lot of our loan officers, and I was very shocked at how how focused they were on that. You know, oftentimes, you know, LOs are saying to themselves, "Well, where's the next deal going to come from? Uh, who's the next hot client?" That's not really the case here, and so uh, I think we're off to off to a really good start with what we're building here.
0: I mean, you hit the nail on the head and that's not a surprise given your 15 year background in the mortgage industry, but that word communication has come up again and again in this masterclass series for you. What is good communication to agent partners look like, are there any learnings, best practices, uh tricks you have up your sleeve on how to keep agents as informed as possible and have that feeling of great communication?
1: Yeah, I think the answer to that is, um, my opinion doesn't really matter a whole lot. That's my answer. I think you have to listen to who you're working with, right? And and I think the truth is, you know, like I just met a bunch of agents last week in Phoenix. And I could talk to five different agents and they have five different expectations for communication. Some of them want to be told everything that happens. Some of them only want to be called if there's a problem. Uh, some of them want to be called at specific milestones when the appraisal comes back or when we're clear to close. I think the key there is if you're a good LO and if you're a good lender, you're creating processes that allow you to adapt to each of those scenarios. You know, so for example, we have a premier agent app that a lot of our agents use, which sends push notifications and updates to people as they're using it to give them a touch point. But what we also do is we have an initial conversation when, a, when a buyer comes in. And the point of that is to discuss with them how they want to be communicated with. And I think the biggest mistake people can make there, Clayton, is assuming that it's a one-size-fits-all thing. My experience tells me that it's not. If you really want to connect with somebody, you you sort of have to connect with them on their level. And uh, that's what we're trying every day to figure out.
0: Yeah, that's a really important point that the mortgage process, despite the fact that all of us are selling pretty much the same 30-year fixed rate product, that it's not a one-size-fits-all thing and that the homes are different, the borrowers are different, situations are different. And the expected communication flow is is different. So I think that's a a really important point to highlight. So Tim, you're you're we're coming in this conversation, and you're coming into this new role at Zillow with over 15 years of experience in the mortgage industry, which is a pretty important number because that brings you back to the to the GFC. You've you've seen the good times, you've seen the challenging times, you've seen the the hardest nails times. And over that, that, with that experience, you've learned quite a bit. So thinking back on your background, what is your background brought to this new role that you're in at, at Zillow, focusing on, on partnerships and supporting Zillow home loans, loan originators. I'm just curious of like what you've learned and how you're bringing that into this new capacity at Zillow.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, I think you make a great point. So I started in, uh, in the industry in 2007 and we all know what happened right after that, right? In 2008, everything just went crazy. Now, in hindsight, I was pretty lucky because I was so new to the industry that I didn't fully comprehend the the gravity of what was happening in the moment. Um, I knew it was a big deal. I knew we were going through turbulent times, but I just didn't have enough experience yet to fully appreciate it. As time went by and we immediately moved into a very productive refinance boom, you, you look back on that and realize how difficult it was. And then, and then the housing market explodes and and COVID and the pandemic happened. And all of a sudden home buying takes off in a big way. Right. So I think the, the benefit of having the experience I have is I have an appreciation for those different times and what they mean. And, um, you know, I understand that when the market is great, what you need to do with that, when the market is tough, what you need to do with that, and when you take all that experience and you talk about working with partners, there's definitely value in being able to appreciate different scenarios. But there's also value in being able to know how to operate inside of those scenarios. Like right now, we all know that the housing market is in a unique, a unique time because inventory is very tight, interest rates have been moving um, upwards, and you know there's just let it's just a really unique space. But the truth is, what you and I know from being in the industry is that there are still people that have a need right now. And if you can take everything that you've experienced in the past and kind of package that together to make the experience simpler and, and reduce that anxiety and that stress that the market is creating, I think you can really hit a home run. And the fact of the matter is a mortgage is kind of always a stressful transaction. You know, it's not something that people do all that often. Most people do it every three to five, maybe seven years. But if you do it every single day, you can help that person kind of reduce that stress uh, at the loan officer level. And I think that's what my experience has allowed me to do It's really take kind of the complex and make it simple. Uh, and if it wasn't for all those different experiences, that'd be harder to do for sure.
0: That's a great bridge into the, the key point of today's conversation, which is talking about the homeowner and the expectations of of today's home buyer, whether they're first time or repeat. So Tim, let's jump into talking about the consumer. In your experience in the industry and working with L.O.S. at Zillow Home Loans, what are some of the current consumer needs and expectations that buyers are have personally as they approach the home home buying process?
1: Yeah, so you know, currently, I think there's definitely a specific focus on tech um, and, and how that plays a role into it. But you know, before I jump into that, I think it's important to acknowledge that in some ways, today's consumer needs aren't really all that different from consumer needs in the past. You know, I mean, interest rates have fluctuated so much down as low as 3% to, I've heard stories of 18%, right? Um, and no matter what, no matter what the market's going, I think what consumer needs are, is you want a lender to be able to make a commitment and you want them to be able to deliver on that commitment. And, then, and I think that has stood the test of time, right? So whether it's 1980 or 2023, everybody's looking for the same thing in that regard. But the truth is, our research has kind of showed us that today's consumer does have expectations around ease of use and convenience. And I was just thinking about this this morning of all the different things that we, that we consume and how convenient it is. I mean, heck, you can go online right now and buy just about anything and have it delivered in a day or two. And in some cases, the same day, you know, and just the, the, how the home or how the shopping experience has changed and how the, you know, we just bought a pair of shoes uh, for one of my kids, and my kid didn't try on the shoes. When I grew up, I went in the store and tried on the shoes, right? So there's there's an evolution of things, and I think mortgage is probably a little bit behind in in some of those things. You know, the the process on average still takes you know thirty days or so, depending on on the situation. Uh, appraisals, you know, there's still spots in the appraisal process that take a little bit of time. But the key is this. The consumer has an expectation of it not being complicated for them because they have just about everything at their fingertips. And our research has shown us that a very large majority of people have that expectation. So, you know, one thing that we're doing is we're working on creating what we're, we're referring to as the housing super app. And the, the, the simplest way of describing that is a place where you could go to really get home into your next place. And that could be whether you're renting, that could be whether you are Uh, leasing out a property that could be whether you're buying or, or selling a place that you could go to kind of do all of that. And, you know, 15 years ago when I started, I can't think of a scenario where that existed. You know, you have to oftentimes piece those things together. And I think, as I mentioned just a moment ago, it's a stressful scenario already. So when you start to factor in all those other variables, it just accumulates the stress. We're on a mission to reduce that, you know, so if it's technology playing a role, that's what we're going to do. But I think there's also one more element of the LO, right? A really good LO can take the complex thing that the consumer is concerned about and really reduce it into something simple and convenient with good communication. So we kind of tell our LOs, have an education first approach to these conversations. Don't be afraid to explain things at a level that someone can understand and really be an active listener and pay close attention to somebody because consumers want to be heard in addition to leveraging the technology I just talked about. So... That's what we think. That's where we're going.
0: Tim, anyone who's listened to housing news for a while probably knows this about me personally. That uh, I've joked I've spent way more time in the Zillow app than I have in ESPN, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram combined. I'm a a housing geek and... Zillow has definitely brought the best real estate interface forward for for looking at and browsing, and exploring, and f- discovering properties. So the super app sounds incredibly enticing to me. How do loan originators and how how do loan originators best work with borrowers and prospective home buyers in making sure they discover technology like the super app? And I know that there's you know buyers of all different. Uh, at all different points in the tech adoption cycle and there's originators at all different points in their fluency with technology. So the originators that you're working with at Zillow, how are they kind of combining that that hands-on human element with the tech enabled element and the the tools that you and your organization are bringing forward?
1: Yeah, I think we're trying to set it up to, you know, make it accessible for all different types of buyers. And and so we have found a couple things. Not all buyers are created equal. Everyone kind of goes about it a different way. You know, there are certainly buyers out there that really don't care too much about who does the financing. They just have an expectation of going with the lender and that lender just, you know, checking the boxes and getting it done. And and candidly, like I'm like you. I spend a lot of time on the Zillow app and I dream and I search and stuff. Yeah. But that's kind of who I am, right? Like I I just expect whoever I work with to get it done and and that that's me. Now, there's another buyer who really wants to be guided along the way. And this is this is the person that needs a little bit of education and they want to have a higher degree of confidence in, in the decision that they're making. And then third most uh, and probably the most talked about is the buyer that really shops around really hard and, and has expectations on what they're being offered and, and, and what's being presented to them. And um, that, that happens too. The point is all, we have to be able to attract and work with all different types of those folks. And so I think it starts with accessibility. If you go on the Zillow website right now, which you say you do all the time, and so do I, you see financing on there pretty prevalently. And I think, you know, back a few years ago, that may not have been the case. But we want people to know that Zillow is serious about creating what we, we've been referring to it as an integrated transaction. And you go to Zillow.com and you start to dream and you start to think. And, and, you know, I do it oftentimes when my kids fall asleep. I'll pull up Zillow and I'll just start searching in the area for homes to buy. But we want you to know that there's another step that you can take with Zillow. You can be introduced to a great premier agent, someone that we've partnered with, right? Someone that you can trust. We want you to know that you can get financing. And we've also found, Clayton, that some people want to get that financing first. And we need to be able to do that with them. We also found some people aren't as concerned about that. They want to go like, take a look at the home first. So we've set that up with our real-time tours that you can do on the website. Uh, so I, I think the key is you have to set up the LO to know how to work with all of those folks. And you have to make sure that they understand that you've really got to actively listen and you've really got to be connected to the buyer because they're not all the same. Um, but they all do kind of have the same end goal, which is to get home uh, and get to that next move.
0: Yeah, I think we're we've definitely hit on the point that it's not one size fits all, but there have to be some like patterns that develop. So, when we think about the loan originator, the lender's role in the home buying process, when are you typically seeing consumers start to engage with a lender? When are when are they having that conversation on that on that home buying journey? Yeah,
1: a lot of people are doing it pretty early on right now. You know, if you think about just with everything going on with inflation and the prices of things, It's no secret that it's expensive to do just about anything. Um, And so right now, a little bit more so than most, people want to get that financing part squared away. So we're seeing a lot of folks come into Zillow that click finance first, that really want to have a solid understanding of their qualifications. And we've created some things on our website to help them with that information, like the affordability calculators, which are great because you can go in there and you can personalize it with your information and figure out what am I comfortable with? How does that translate to a down payment? How does that translate to a purchase price? And then you kind of start from there, right? And then you can get more specific on your search. But then ultimately what that does is that leads to a conversation with an LO. And from there, you really get the answers that you're searching for. And another thing that we're finding is some people want a lot of clarity on that qualification. You know, there's a lot of different loan options, but there's also a lot of different approval types, and we offer pre-qualifications like a lot of folks, but we also offer a fully underwritten pre-approval, which is an, another step of confidence for both the buyer and the real estate agent to know that this person is ready to go. All they have to do is go out and find a home. And uh, we're seeing a lot of people take that step right now compared to maybe like pandemic, the beginning of the pandemic levels when people were just jumping out there and making offers and you're hearing those crazy stories about all the offers. Uh, we're seeing a lot of people take that step first.
0: Yeah, that that's really interesting. I mean, kind of going back to the earlier part of our conversation where we talked about this 30 plus year trend of interest rates moving with some some downward pressure, the last year has been pretty unprecedented in in recent memory of having rates move so quickly. I wonder in like different cycles, like you know, you go back to the the nineties and two thousands where we had this, this heavy pressure on rates in a downward, downward uh level. If like the lender stepped in at a later stage in the process because financing costs were less front and center and you could kind of make the bet historically that like every year, every month, the rates are going to be slightly lower. At least that's what history has told us. We know there's been some movement in there, but we're not at a point. And we're not, that's not the point we're in right now. So it is a, you know, you may, it makes you think like if like lenders' role being earlier in the process is something that will will persist in as market dynamics continue to shift.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I think, you know, what we found is that, uh, you know, most people need financing, right? It's no secret. I think it's upwards of 95% plus mm-hmm. uh, they do need financing. So it's a critical step. Um, but the other part of it is, you know, a very, very large majority of folks that end up getting financing, they use the person that pre-approved them. And so it's proving to be a really critical milestone uh, in the purchase process, especially now, you know, and I think you made a good point there, but we're seeing it every single day.
0: Yeah. So in addition to like rates increasing, we've also seen uh, home prices in an upward trajectory the last several years, which like kind of brings us back to affordability. And you talked about, on the Zillow website and the super app and the and the Zillow app, like the affordability calculators. So can you go a little bit deeper and some of the other ways that lenders are making the home buying process easier and more digitally accessible for first time and repeat buyers as it relates to, to tools and capabilities, as they figure out what they can afford?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, I, I still think that the, The best answer to that is the a really good loan officer that knows what they're talking about. You know, I mean, there's such a wide range of products um, from FHA at three and a half percent down to conventional at three percent down. And you can go further into down payment assistance and all these other things. There's just so many things that I think it all starts with a really quality conversation with the buyer. Because, you know, I I may come into a buying transaction thinking that putting five or 10 percent down is the best thing for me and my family. What we what we tell our LOs to do is listen to that, understand that, seek to understand why that's the right plan for the family. But if if as an LO, if you feel like there's a better option based on their whole financial picture, be comfortable making a professional suggestion. I mean, at the end of the day, you know that's that's part of your role uh, is to do that. So you know, we take the responsibility to find the right program very seriously, but we also understand that. You know, it may not be exactly what you think it is when you first have that conversation. So we just try to have an open mind um, and, and you know, have a good quality conversation, but also make it a team dynamic. So I want to bring in the agent to this answer a little bit. You know, part of the answer to the question is, what are you buying? What What's the situation? You know, you may come into a scenario thinking that an FHA loan is the right thing for you, but you may find that the home that you just fell in love with has 10 or 12 offers on it. And you may find that putting 3% down on a conventional loan and positioning yourself in a little stronger offer position might be the thing that you want to do. So I think it's just all about communication and teamwork of the whole group. And that involves the real estate agent, that involves the LO, the buyer, and occasionally the agent selling the home. You know, what are they looking for in the person that's making the offer? So. That's what
0: I think. When we approach the topic of the lender-agent partnership, when we talked about communication. I mean, at least, I don't know if your mind was in the same place, but I was kind of thinking through the vantage point of communication during a transaction as it relates to a specific home buyer. But when you talk about the agent's role and understanding financing, potentially there's a bigger picture need of lender agent communication from an education perspective on making sure the agents are fully aware or to, to the fullest extent they can be of the product suite and the the current pricing in advance of entering into a transaction with the borrower and working with a specific lender. Are, are you seeing LOs or as an as an organization, are you working to educate agents on like what some of these down payment products like look like and like how products are evolving to meet the current needs of today's and tomorrow's markets?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a big role that we play. So, you know, the truth of the matter is, uh, especially in our, the the way that we are set up, the real estate agent is going to spend a lot more time with the buyer physically than than we are. And it's inevitable that a conversation about financing is going to pop up. And so, you know, we're never going to have the expectation that the real estate agent is the finance expert. Very few of them want to be that. Um, but because the question pops up occasionally, I think it's our responsibility to provide them that information. And I think that's the sign of a really good partner. So we're working on ways to put information out into the market, uh, about different things that are happening. And, you know, there was recently about a month ago a lot of news about FICO changes and and how that impacts pricing. Um, I think that's a place for us to lean in, uh, so that when the buyer's out there and they're in a home or they're having conversations with the agent, the agent at least feels comfortable enough knowing what's going on, you know, and hopefully the relationship is good enough because, like we talked about at the very beginning, that relationship starts off in one place and hopefully ends in another. Hopefully, it's in a good enough spot where the agent feels comfortable bringing the LO into the mix in that conversation and going from there. But yeah, agents all have different preferences there, Clayton. I think I've seen some that request, you know, uh, great visibility in loan documents. I've seen some that aren't real concerned about that. They just want to make sure that the buyer is taken care of. And again, I just think we have to adapt, but be a resource for them.
0: Yeah. That, that's a that's a great point. Uh, again, another situation where one size does, does not fit all. Yeah.
1: Common the theme, right?
0: Exactly. It keeps coming back to that. But uh, ultimately it's going to be agents who want to be able to talk through loan products and, and maybe even point uh, their buyers toward tools where they can figure out what they can afford before they talk to an originator, and others who want to do a fast, warm handoff so they can have someone guiding their client and working as part of that that deal team from the very beginning.
1: Yeah, we we always talk to our LOs and we we encourage them to have a conversation with a real estate agent first because you know that's that's really where it all starts. And this is a partnership at, at the end of the day. So you know when a buyer comes into our ecosystem one way or the other. Uh, we always tell our LOs, start with a conversation with the agent, level set, see where we're at. Let's kind of build a plan. And then you reach out to the buyer and you're just so much more prepared for that conversation and you're you're much better equipped um, to really make it a successful call or, or transaction rather. Um so that's our thought process, you know, work as a team and um bring in the agent and understand where we're starting at.
0: Yeah. So we've used the word partnership a lot in this conversation, and it's primarily been framed around that that personal partnership that great agents have with their preferred lender and how those partnerships are strengthened over time. But as we cover the real estate and mortgage industry very closely through Housing Wire and Real Trends, we we often hear about more formal partnerships and the way different organizations are working together. So Tim, can you give us a glimpse into some of the examples that you've seen of how innovative partnerships between lenders and brokerages or, or technology and brokerage and lender world are, can be a solution that not only helps create business value and business opportunity, but also better serves this home buyer that we're so myopically focused on.
1: Yeah, of course. There's one that we've been talking about a lot lately, a uh, partner with Zillow, which is Open Door. Uh, so for in markets where uh, it's available, you can go to Zillow.com. And uh, when you're looking at different selling options for yourself uh you can look to get a cash offer uh through open door as one of your opportunities to sell your property. So when you think about the different ways that you can go about selling your home in that scenario, you could leverage the cash offer from open door in the market if you're eligible for it, but you could also look at listing your property with a Zillow Premier agent. Um, so you've got a couple different options and both of those are examples of how partnerships can create a little bit of consumer choice uh, and going in about uh, going about it in a way that uh, is more catered to what you're looking to do. So those partnerships are really, really powerful. And one thing I can tell you about Zillow is we're constantly looking at new ways uh, to bring examples like that to our customers um, that give them an experience that they're looking for. So I think it's a really vital part in creating that experience and that integrated transaction we've talked about a couple times. And we're always looking for the next best thing.
0: Tim, that's that's really a fascinating partnership that brings a lot of consumer choice to the equation. But we know how coveted and rare great sellers are right now. We're in an inventory constrained market and everyone's competing to get the attention of, of those sellers. So when the seller has this option and they're engaged on Zillow, what are some of the considerations that that might take a seller down the path of choosing that cash offer versus choosing to work with the premier agent for a different type of selling experience?
1: Yeah, I think um, it's always case by case, but an example that I saw recently was one where timing was a very important factor, uh, for a specific seller. And what they did was they knew they needed to move the home very quickly based on their circumstance. And the idea of going through the staging and the listing process, uh, and then ultimately the, you know, the financing process just, just wasn't a realistic choice for them. So Open Door put an offer in front of them that gave them a cash offer that could close very, very quickly. Uh, the cash offer met the demands that they had for the proceeds of the sale of the home. And it was a great, great decision for them. On the flip side, um, that can sometimes not be the right choice. And that's exactly why we want to have the second option of listing the home in a more traditional sense with a premier agent. You know, in that case, you get the full, you know, the full experience of listing it and and talking about what the selling price could be. Um, And so, you know, it's really case by case.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. Very consumer favorable, but also kind of creates a, a screening mechanism that gets the, the most qualified sellers that will benefit from and desire from the service of a premier agent in their, in their sales process. So like pr- probably a, a win-win for everybody. Thank you so much for sharing that partnership example. So Tim, this, this four part masterclass has been very focused on home buying trends, affordability, the affordability crunch, what home buyers expect from their agents and lenders and what agents and lenders expect from each other. And as we think about where we are in the second quarter of 2023 in this very inv- inventory-constrained market, we were at a point in a market cycle where there's a huge opportunity for the strongest players, the most dedicated, smart, thoughtful players to build market share. And so as we kind of bring this, this four-part masterclass to an end, do you have anything that that you'd like to add and how you th- Think uh, how lenders should think about gaining market share, whether that's through stronger agent relationships or direct relationships with buyers and sellers, and how agents should think about building businesses that are uh, dominable and ready to go into the next phase of this home buying ecosystem. I just think it's an incredibly important time we're in right now. So it's worth taking advice from every expert we can on how do you leverage this point in a cycle to focus on the right things and, and when as we look forward.
1: Yeah, I I love the question, and I'll tell you this: Um, sixteen years in, you know, sometimes you can experience kind of Groundhog's Day, you know, where some some days feel the same as others. But I got to be honest with you, there is something unique about where we are today. Um, Obviously, the market has slowed down a little bit. No, no secret there. But with that slowdown, um, it's really put a lot of pressure. Uh, on a lot of lenders and just on a lot of people in general, which opens up that door to the market share that you were just describing. I do believe that you got to look at it one of two ways. There's certainly the refinance side of production, and I think that that's going to come and go. Um, there are some lenders that specialize there and others that don't. But what I have seen is the strength of any good lender and the strength of any good financial institution rest on the shoulders of being able to do a purchase successfully. Um, And when you look at the real estate agents out there, they're probably doing a little bit less business today than they were a couple of years ago. So they're also sort of in a discovery mode and they're also trying to figure out what is the next step for my business to become better. My advice is this. I think you've got to survey the landscape, and I think you've got to sort of hitch your horse to a wagon um, of of strength and of of brand recognition. Um, and I think of Zillow as a very strong brand, right? And it's a brand that is focused on a couple different things. When I came into to Zillow and I started to meet the team and I started to understand everybody, I very quickly realized that Zillow is a tech company that makes incredible products. I mean, there are there are some products that I was not even aware of um, that exist that are just absolutely fantastic. But what's really unique though is that rarely do you see a tech and a product company that has such an in-depth understanding of relationships and how important that is to the long-term plan in real estate. And that and that's all going on here at Zillow. So I think, you know, listen, if you're an LO, you have to take the time to get to know the people that are gonna help you build your business. That's real estate agents. If you're a real estate agent, you've got to identify which which lenders and which brands do you want to really partner with to help take your business to the next level. And I think Zillow is the perfect place for that. Um, our premier agents recognize that uh, and, and we're seeing great results in different markets all across the country but I think you're absolutely right. Right now is a special time. And although the production is a little bit different than it used to be, it has to be viewed as an opportunity because that's exactly what it is. And whoever does the work right now going to come out so much better on the other end when the market turns a little
0: bit Yeah, i couldn't agree more that this type of cycle helps professionals across the industry whether you're selling real estate or or selling loans or working in technology or any other place in the in the housing ecosystem it helps you focus on the right things that build long-term value for yourself and your family and enterprise value for for your organizations and uh Tim, I can't thank you enough for putting a spotlight on some of the, the activities that originators and agents and relationships they can focus on that that help build that value for each professional out there.
1: Yeah, it's been my pleasure. I really appreciate it.
0: All right, Tim. Well, you are bringing us to the end of our four-part masterclass series. We've brought forward a lot of knowledge from, from experts across the housing ecosystem and, and Zillow in this series. And I can't thank you and your organization enough for helping make the housing economy the housing news audience much better informed to run forward into the second half of 2023 and beyond gaining market share and serving consumers to the be- the best way possible. Thank you, Tim.
1: Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks,
0: soon. And that is a wrap for today's episode. Before we break, I wanna bring awareness to things happening at HW Media that I care a lot about. These are things that we're investing a lot of time and resources into, and I think you should be aware of them because they will help you and your business. The first thing I wanna raise some awareness to are our two HW Media events. First is the Gathering of Eagles. The Gathering of Eagles has been hosted by Real Trends and put on for over 30 years at this point. This year, we're bringing the event to Austin, Texas, June 18th through 21st at the Omni Barton Creek Resort. This is HW's real estate brokerage and sales focused event, but it brings together executives from across the housing ecosystem to forge opportunities and develop ways to work together to better serve home buyers and sellers, both in their brokerage needs as well as their financing insurance and other core services needs. Incredible event. I hope you'll check it out on real trends or on housing wire Two housing wire annual housing annual this year is october 10th through 12th also in austin texas at the hyatt lost pines resort this is our event to bring together the entire housing community to talk about what's happening in mortgage this is not the place to whine and talk about your problems this is the place for winners to gain more market share and develop strategies that help them build their businesses faster than any benchmark that they or their peers can set Join us at Housing Wire Annual to set forward the strategies, partnerships, and uncover the opportunities to help you grow your mortgage and real estate business faster than you ever imagined. And that's it. That's a wrap for today. Check out Housing Wire Annual. Check out Gathering of Eagles. These are resources and opportunities that will serve you well. Have a great day.